I feel like after I had my son, I completely got so engrossed into being a mom and being the best mom that I could be that I completely negated every part of myself as an individual. I no longer knew who Alexis was. So when I created Mommy, it was for every mom that was kind of in the same place as me to understand that in order for you to be your best mom, you got to be your best self. Do that make sense? I literally could not think of a better way to open this show than by just extending my gratitude and welcoming all the moms who are coming to visit again and to the newcomers and friends, of course, to the best mom cast in the city, Cheers and Chats, hosted by yours truly, Alexis Wilder. So without further ado, I'm going to instruct you to go find that cup and fill it up with whatever you prefer or need. It could be water, whiskey, or wine. Listen, I got my own business to mind. We about to get into this next episode. Y'all ready? So truthfully speaking, and being as though I am having, yes, I said having because we're still not done, having the experience myself, I am going to talk about breastfeeding in honor of National Breastfeeding Week, right? Okay, so here's the thing, right? So I'm going to begin, of course, as always, explaining my, you know, journey. So I actually did not have the greatest start to my journey. I actually um, went to the hospital for a regular routine check. <laughs> and it was there when they were like, yeah, you might as well walk across the street to the hospital because you're going to have this baby today. And both me and my child's father looked at each other like, wait, what? It was very much given nothing was together at home. We were very much, you know, let's just say not prepared. So, anyways, a baby's coming when a baby's coming. So, we walked across the street, you know, to prepare to take home a kid. That was our last time going to a doctor's visit and not leaving with the kid. So, we get over there. Of course, you know, I go through my whole pregnancy journey. We're not talking about pregnancy today, though, um, or birthing stories. So, we'll get into that in another episode, of course. But when it comes to breastfeeding, my son was born. They took us to the room. I literally had a lot of post complications um, medically, and I'm not going to talk about that because, again, we're talking about the no task of breastfeeding, but I actually was not producing milk for, I want to say, about a day and a half. Um, And I won't say I wasn't producing milk, but my milk supply was so low. That when they asked me like pump to see, you know, if there was anything there, of course, I literally could not even fill up. Y'all know the small little hospital tubes. If you don't, because you was too fancy and you had your own. Regardless, if you know a breastfeeding tube, even if you breastfed for a day, like you know what that tube looks like. I did not even get halfway through the tube. So, of course, you know, they sent in the lactation consultants. I was going through an organization in D.C. because I had a doula. So, nonetheless, I was not producing milk. My boobs were very much saying, like, yeah, I don't really know if I'm on board. This is a little bit much. Like, I've always stuck with you, but now you're telling me I got to stick it somewhere else. Yes. So, anyway, I stayed consistent despite the advice of doctors and um, consultants telling me, yeah, you're going to have to either, you know, get what you can pump out, but you know, add in some formula. And I just knew that throughout my pregnancy, I've had a lot of advising against 
what I preferred. But listen, I'm a woman of faith. I believe in God. All I needed them to do was to get out of my room, leave me alone for a couple seconds so I could pray. I definitely remember crying a lot when I was on my alone time and visitors weren't there. Um, because nobody knew even the visitations were causing a great load of stress on me. Because my only focus was I cannot nourish my child for myself. Like I went through all of this and now I'm to a point where I can actually feed my child. Like I'm holding my baby and you're telling me I can't nourish him from the same body that carried him and went through this magical experience. So that was very hard for me, but I stayed consistent as you all know, Adam is actually part of my line name. And I very much know part of it was shady, but most of it was because that truly defines who I am. Um, but I say all that to say, on the third day, right before we went home, I kind of talked myself into a space that was like, Alexis, you can do it. You've done everything else throughout this pregnancy thus far that the odds were counted against you for. So let's get it done. Y'all, the third day... I finally saw my baby's weight start jumping back up. I didn't mention that, but his weight very much went down a lot. And that was also hard to hear doctors come in and say because they were saying that he was about to eventually have to go to the ICU. Um, I'm sorry, NICU. Forgive me. Um, But that was very hard for me. And when I finally saw the milk and him like actually latching and sucking on um me to get the milk out I literally like cried the entire time until he unlatched and fell asleep because it was a very rough day like you're basically trying to stick with something but your baby's fussy because of course he needs more you're trying to produce he keeps latching on to you all the time he's not even having a latch at first but then he starts perfecting it but it's still not enough but nonetheless we get to the point where your girls started producing breast milk and breast milk in the highest quantity. Okay, so I'm now home and but a pandemic hits. Okay, if anybody knows anything about breastfeeding, everything has to pretty much be in a perfect balance or one thing can knock it off. So I actually had a very unfortunate situation happen that caused me to go into a deeper postpartum depression um and managing that while also trying to you know raise my son it was very hard I couldn't really move a lot I was bleeding a lot when I got home I was pet like I was dang near passing out like in the tub like when I was you know getting ready for bed and he would finally go down my son was not a good sleeper. Like, if you have a good sleeper, let me tell you very much. You need to thank whoever you believe in. I believe in God. So I would have thought I would have thanked him. Um, but yeah, my son woke up. Like, literally, if he was not on me or like his skin was not touching mine, he was not sleeping. He would cry and want to get picked up. So I basically walked around with a child like a little kangaroo. Okay, so anyways, back to the breastfeeding story. So nonetheless, as I navigated a lot of situations um, and I kind of got through the initial um, shocks and pains that I was going through, breastfeeding became a lot easier because now my body was used to producing the milk. 
and it was used to you know the groove of things like okay there's a baby here he wants food he wants food like every 30 to 45 minutes and don't worry because I know some of y'all raises y'all eyebrows like that's not a good thing I'm gonna get into the tips and what I wish I knew don't worry it's coming in this episode but I say all that to say when I finally started producing milk it was a grateful experience and I actually wouldn't have traded it for the world but nonetheless with all that being said there's still things I wish I knew so with every pro I think there's a part of it that's always going to be the unknown that can happen or cannot happen so a couple things I wish I knew when I was going into breastfeeding so they tell you you know a baby may nurse every two hours okay they say it'll fluctuate but you don't think like okay you didn't tell me my baby's gonna feed every 30 minutes and I wish somebody had prepared me to understand how much of a I don't like to say job because you cannot like a job how can I phrase it how much of a process of listen y'all I'm stuck but y'all get what I'm trying to say basically nobody prepared me to understand that this was basically about to be a lifestyle that's how I phrase it so like I said my son stayed on me for a while like it was non-stop around the clock I couldn't even sleep because every time he would get put down or Whenever I would get into the groove of doing something for myself, I would notice that he would wake up. So I think that was one thing I would definitely want to know. The other thing I would want to know and share, and I'm going to just say that now, that it'll be a knowledge base and, you know, a knowledge base for me and that I want to share to listeners who've already done the breastfeeding experience are still in it, fighting strong or who are considering the idea of breastfeeding because you're an expected mom or you will be a mom in the future or a parent because we're going to be inclusive. So I would also recommend that you actually prepare for the breastfeeding process while you're expecting. I will tell you whatever I craved, I ate. I don't care. Like when I was pregnant, if I had a craving, I was calling my child's father like, yeah, I want this. And he would bring it. Of course, you know, sometimes he'd be like, all right, you're doing too much. Like, we're not about to keep doing this. You're not about to keep eating like that. But most of the time, he gave in because a happy pregnant lady. Happy home. So (laughs) when I was pregnant, I did not eat the best lactation boosting foods. And I think that played a big part in why I probably got to the hospital and... I could not produce milk the way I wanted to because I wasn't nourishing my body to prepare for that moment. Another thing I would say is that you have to be patient with yourself. So I get frustrated when I feel like I'm not giving other people my best. Like, yes, I get mad at myself even more, but it's definitely I'm a lot less patient when I'm doing things for other people because 
I feel like it's a disappointment when things don't go well. So I always say take it easy on yourself during the process. Some days it'll be easy. Some days it'll be hard. Some days you'll produce all the milk in the world. Some days your body may just be like, this is all I got. And you have to understand that just like life has its ups and downs. And I won't say downs when it comes to breastfeeding, but I would say that breastfeeding has its moments where it's great and the moments where it's just good i'm not gonna say it's bad because it's not bad you're still producing milk so that's a good thing and your child's still being nourished i would also say to literally pick a system that works for you and stick with it so i did not pump like often i didn't start pumping until well, first, I'm about to lie. I almost lied. Mm, forgive me. But I was pumping a lot in the beginning because that's how I kind of started in the hospital to produce more milk, you know, get my boobs acclimated with producing the milk. So I pumped consistently for about the first two months and then I fell off completely until my son was about to be about nine months. And then at that point, I still was not doing it consistently because... It was just a hassle for me. So I say find a process that works and then try your best to stick to it and create a schedule. Because when I started creating a schedule for feeding or pumping when I was doing both, I noticed it was a lot easier to squeeze other things in to make sure I was on track with my baby's feeding schedule and just keep track of everything that was going on along with all the other mom tasks that I had. So I will also advise that. The other thing I would advise is to do it as long as you are comfortable. And this is going to be the biggest point that I'm probably going to talk on the most. And of course, there are other things that I will share. I mean, I'm going to make posts about it. So don't worry if you don't hear it in here because I'm trying to keep it short because we are moms and our time does go in different places. But I say all this to say that you have to do it as long as you're comfortable because even though I've gone this long and I'm so blessed to be able to still nourish my child that way, uh, along with him eating like a full grown man, because clearly we know I cook and I love to do it. So he's going to eat well, but I've noticed that despite me going on this journey at 17 months still, it's very hard because I'm at the point where breastfeeding now feels like mandatory and the enjoyment isn't there and y'all know i'm gonna be transparent so i mean if you heard that and it made you tickle your feathers like oh that's selfish it's not because i actually think it's more selfish to continue going when you literally don't have it in you or it's no longer enjoyable because your child not only is going to start having that perception of the experience But you also don't end on a high note that makes it a good memory. So you don't want to go and say, cry birthday for 13 months. Like, whew, I wish I had stopped and have that kind of regret moment. You have to understand to even be able to do this act for however long you do it. You are like that because of the simple fact breastfeeding is a very selfless, not selfish, selfless, okay? Selfless act. So to be able to basically dedicate your body to the satisfaction of your little blessing, that's a that's a sacrifice that is not easy to make. Like I cannot tell you how many clothes I've ruined, 
how many bras I've ruined, how many times I'm literally out in public and I'm like, yeah, I'm about to slide because I got to go feed my baby. He's hungry. I'll be back. How many times? Like, you are not on your own time clock. And kids already put you on their time clock for other reasons. So to give your body towards that, like, I couldn't work out strenuously. I couldn't eat certain ways or diet because I had to make sure I was fully nourished. So, yes, I'm not going to blame all of it on not losing weight. But I will say breastfeeding did keep me from getting back into, you know, my weight loss groove a little bit sooner because when you do too much and your body's under too much stress everybody knows or not even if you don't I will tell you that your breast milk decreases the same goes if you're malnourished or you're not eating enough or you're cutting things from your meals or diets your milk just does not come in the same way and I didn't want that to happen and then we go back to his infant stages So, with all that being said, those are my tips if you are looking to breastfeed. And, of course, see consultation, look and research, ask people questions who have done it. Also, call your insurance because a free best pump is included. Don't let them try to play you and go buy your own. Use that money for other baby shower gifts that you would need. But that would be my greatest advice. And the most is about being selfless, um, but also not letting it turn into being selfish by continuing longer than you desire and actually i almost got sad um and i actually am kind of sad because i noticed this week he's tapering off so i can't see the end near and although it's like oh i'm finally you know gonna have my body back it's still uh It's still a hard process that I'm going through. So also, I guess I can leave with that tip to just be prepared for the time it ends. And I guess I'll do a part two once that happens to tell you my raw emotions because what am I going to sugarcoat anything for? But with all that being said, I just want to say if you were a breastfeeding mother at any point, if you are still a breastfeeding mother at this point, or if you're looking to breastfeed, you can always reach out to me. I will give you the raw, uncut truth. I'm not going to play around like it's an easy thing to do. But I promise with the proper tools and the proper knowledge, it will be easier than it is if you don't have it. So, I want to thank you for joining this episode. If you have not listened to it already, I want you to go back to last week's episode and listen to that one because it's going to tie a little bit into this week's episode as well as some posts that are going to come after. But with all that said, I want you to remember every mother deserves a moment. Mm -hmm.